tonight just talk to you about um, about God, something about God. We uh, we talk about him, but we don't know very much about him. We don't very much about him. Most people, uh, if you ask them to tell you who God is, they say God is good, God create, God is um, uh, in heaven, and if you are like that, but really understanding God and knowing God, they don't. See, and we are supposed to know him. We are supposed to know the relationship between the Father and the Son. Okay, God the Father, God the Son. We're supposed to know the, the relationship with the Father and the Son. And um, God is a God is an awesome God. And when you when you talk about it, we had a discussion one time. I think Brother Ronald got up and mentioned in his testimony about the sovereign God. God is sovereign. And we had a little discussion where um, we had to prove that God is sovereign from the scripture. You will not find the word sovereign. But did you know that there are other words that describe a word or describe an office that you can know? Okay? If you say majesty, what do you think about? Royalty. Sovereignty. You understand that? If you say king, is God a king? Is God a royal majesty? Would you would you call him the majesty? The holy one? The blessed and holy potentate? King of kings and lord of lords? Well, well, who's a, who's a sovereign? See, I came before early days on the British. And... Uh, the king and queen, they're sovereign. But you know what? They don't last forever. Their kingship, they die. But the one that I'm talking about, it's forever. And he rules over all. God doesn't rule over a part. Or when Jesus Christ returns, he's going to get a part. And the part remain in rebellion. By the time you reach Revelations chapter 20, the last part, everything is turned over to Jesus Christ. See, the devil is not going to have anything when it's all over, except the lake of fire, which is the second death. So, um, that's, a, that's a beautiful word, majesty, sovereign, a sovereign power, authority, dignity. And um, it, it, you, you, when you speak of it, you're, you're speaking of his splendor, his glory of a, of, of, of a being called God. Not with a common G, but a capital G. And there's only one. There's only one sovereign ruler. If you can understand that. When you come to God, there's nobody else. Okay, when the Father and the Son is one, they're one. I and my Father, they are one. They're two, but they're one. And uh, they, they do not do anything without each other. And of course, the inspiration of the, of the Holy Spirit. When, if, if you understand who God is, you will be able 
Uh, put that scripture up in First Chronicles 29. We go down to verse 11. But put it up for me so you can see. Because we need to give him glory. And a lot of times uh, people do not uh, honor God or respect God. Because they don't know who he is. Yeah, some, some address him as the old man. Or that man upstairs or uh, whatever. As if God is some old confused Man upstairs that doesn't know what he's doing. But I guarantee you that God is in charge. And God has never, never lost his power. And he's never changed. Uh, verse, um, verse 10. Go to verse 10 of the same book. Wherefore David, look at that, let's all read. Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. Isn't that beautiful? That you can lift up your hands and praise him before all of the congregation. And David said, blessed read. Now David said, but now you're applying it to your life. David said, you said, blessed be thou. Blessed be thou. You said, Lord bless me. But what about you blessing the Lord? Blessed be thou. O Lord. Notice Lord God of Israel. Who is he? So just like um, you identify yourself, the country you're from, where you're from. I was born in Jamaica. I'm an American, but I was born in Jamaica. Okay? Not by choice. But I'm an American by choice. I didn't have to be an American. But because I love America, I became a citizen. So I identify as an American. Okay. So God is an Israelite. Can you see that? Oh God of Israel. Our father. You know why? Because his people. Are Israelites. Because he raised up that nation for himself. There's only two nations. Israel. Israelites. And, and Gentiles. And most of us were Gentiles if you're not Jews. Or Israel. But when you accept Christ, Christ as your Savior now. You're neither Jew nor Gentiles. But you belong to a new nation. You belong to a holy nation. You belong to a royal priesthood. And you're a peculiar people. Zealous of good work. Like I was saying to Sister Obadiah. You can't wait to come to church to preach. To testify. To sing. And she was talking about Uncle Arthur. Arthritis. You know a lot of us. Your cousin. You related. And I will keep you. He'll keep you in bed. And when you want to get up. He says no. Stay with me. I'm lonely. But you got to fight him. To get out of bed. And come to church. So David understood. And he blessed the Lord. And he said. Blessed be thou. Lord God of Israel. Our father. For how long? But you, you go to church for an hour and you bless him and let's hurry up and get out. I got to go do something. No, this is forever. When, when you leave the building, you're still in church because you are the house of God. You are the temple of God. So when you're driving home, you're still the church. Let's go to church. But your church, this is only a building. But you are the church. When, when you leave this building, 
you can, you can turn it into anything you want to. But inside of you, you are the temple of God. You're the house, the building of Almighty God. And out of the temple, he received praise. So David was saying now, bless the Lord. God of Israel, our fathers, for how long? Forever. So when you sit there and you can't bless him, something is wrong. You can't lift your hands up. This is forever and ever. When you begin accepting Christ and serving God, it's not temporary. It's forever. It's forever and ever. The next verse says, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness. See, so when someone claiming the greatness and said how great they are, they're not. We're all beggars. We learn like uh, Obadiah, we are students. And a lot of us, we are not even good students. We are learners. He says, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness. All the greatness beyond, belong to the Lord. He's the only one that's great. The sovereign God. The holy God. And the power. Notice. And the glory. Why does he be? Because he's sovereign. He's holy. He's majesty. And the psalmist knew that. Not like us today. We don't even know. We don't even reverend God. And the victory. Look at all these things that belong to him. Count them. The greatness. The power. The glory. The victory. And the majesty. Oh my God, you ought to praise the Lord. When, when you say that all of heaven comes to attention, and salute. How do you feel about him? What is he to you? Do you respect him or reverence him? Do you have the fear of God in your heart? The majesty and I. We used to sing a song, remember Angie? Majesty. Worship is majesty. What do you think? Sovereign Lord. Unto Jesus. All glory. And honor. And praise. Do you do that? I said do you do that? Do you reverence him? Is his majesty. Where. Where the angel says holy. 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 That's majesty. Isaiah saw him. In chapter 6. The year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. And the angels say, holy the cherubims. Every angel in heaven fear the Lord. Oh God, I tell you. He's an awesome, wonderful God. And the majesty for all. Notice, read it. You think you're, you know, you get all of... Uh, you feel all poor and you're counting your little dollar bill and you say, that's all I have. That's wrong. You have more than that. You don't go by what you see. You walk by faith and not by sight. And you might have a dollar today, but don't stop there. More is coming if you can trust God. As long as you've got God, you have everything. For all that is in heaven and in the earth is thine. All of the bands, trust, whatever it is, everything belongs to the Lord. True. Everything that you got belongs to the Lord. Your car belongs to the Lord. 
your house, your bank account. Me, my I, my dwelling, my bank account. No, it's not yours. You belong to the Lord. The Lord just lend it to you. Because he's good. Everything in heaven, on earth. I didn't say it. It's the Bible. Everything in heaven and earth belongs to the Lord. Thine, Lord, it goes more than that. He even goes, thine is the kingdom. What kingdom? The everlasting kingdom. How long and how rich will that kingdom be? It's forever and forever. Somebody shout right there. For thine is the kingdom. Oh Lord. He knows it. But you got to tell him it belongs to you. God knows it. But David was telling him Lord. Everything belongs to you. It's nothing for you to give me a thousand dollars. If I need it. I'll get it. It's nothing for you to give me that airplane trip. That I have to take. Well he can't do it. Yes God can touch and save. By many as by few. Oh, you have to wait till the church is filled up back before you can serve in all. Where two or three are gathered together, I am in the midst. And if God is there, if God be for us, who can be against us? Don't you like these words? You see, majesty is sovereign. Do you see that? Majesty. The only blessed and only potentate, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, what's it? And the Majesty, for all that is in the heaven and in the earth, is that? Can anybody tell me all the riches, the glory, the power that's in heaven? You can't. Or in earth, all the gold mines, the wealth, everything, the oil field. Who put them there? You said about a piece of land, discover oil was on it. Did you put it there? No, you did not. You discover it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. And by just about this time, God's ready to bless you. God's getting ready to bless you because you know the truth. You know where blessing comes from. Yeah. Oh, Lord. And thou art exalted yeah. as the head above all. You know what the head above all? A majesty. Sovereign, holy, reverent. My God, eternity is wonderful. It is. Can you imagine living forever and ever and ever and ever in a glorified body like the body of Jesus Christ? Don't let the devil take it away from you. Don't let the devil stop you. Don't do that. Thine is the power. Power to do what? Power to deliver you from death, from demon, from sickness. Power to translate you. Power to keep you like the Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. Did he go through the fiery furnace? They went through the fiery furnace, but the furnace could not burn them. The fire could not burn them. Are you worrying about the furnace? No. But you know what? Those boys live for God. Those boys would not worship any other God. The Christians, the church has got to get to the place where, like um, John says, keep yourself from idols. 
And if you do not worship idols, no fiery furnace. They walk through the fire. And the fire cannot burn them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And, and go ahead. What about Daniel in the lion's den? It wasn't the king that saved Daniel. It was God. And they cast Daniel in the lion's den. But what did God do? He shut the mouths of the lion. They put Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the furnace. But what happened? There was a fort man. So, it's not whether you're going to go through the tribulation or not. The, the problem is, you have to have the fort man. Are you listening now? You've got to have the fort man in the fire. You've got to have the fort man in the tribulation. If you don't have the fort man, whether you're going through or not, it doesn't make no difference. You've got to have You've got to have the fort man. Jesus Christ is the fort man. When they wouldn't bow, right? They were brought before Nebuchadnezzar, help me here. And he said, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you will not serve my God, you will not bow down, to the golden image that I have made. Now I'm going to give you a chance. When you hear the music. You know all the music instrument. The flutes and so on. Now here's your chance. You bow down and worship the golden image. And then. It will be alright with you. But if you don't. If you won't. There's only one decree. The, the furnace. And the boy says, don't even waste your time. Let's tell you right now, we're not going to do it. We ain't going to do it. We ain't going to do it. Did God just pull them up to heaven? No, he did not. They went through the fiery furnace. They went through the fiery furnace. But guess what? A fort man. Well, somebody ought to shout with me. A fort man joined them and helped them. Do you know his name? His name is Jesus Christ. Welcome, folks. Welcome. His name is Jesus Christ. The, the, the fort man. Now, all you need is to have a fort man. And he joined you in the fiery furnace. It doesn't matter what, whether it's the lion's den. Or the fiery furnace. It doesn't matter what. It's the walls of Jericho. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what you're fighting for. Or what against. If the sun is going down. On your enemies. And you need to destroy them. God will let. Like Joshua. Raise the hands and command the sun. And the moon to stand still. And the sun and the moon could not go down. You're going to see supernatural happening of God. At the end of this age that you've never seen before. And you won't have to, you won't have to be telling anybody. 
what is going to happen. It's going to happen. And when God begin to pour out his spirit upon my sons and my daughters, they are going to prophesy. What are they going to be, what are they going to be saying? It's not going to be Yakamashika Yakamasai, ye my people, I tell you, I tell no lie. That's not that. It's going to be a word from the Bible. It's going to be a dust of the Lord. Are you with me now? Why? Because look at who we are serving. Both riches. And honor come of thee. You won't have to be begging money. And trying to rob churches. Influence people to send you money. You love it. You won't have to do that. Please text me some money. Who texts Elijah anything? Uh, who texts Elijah anything? God can create a raven to bring you food. And they, is, listen, if you can get something from a raven, you're blessed. It's got to be God. Because they don't share. And how God sent a man to a widow woman and Tell her, make me a little cake, make me supper before you feed your kids. How many women would, would obey that? They'll really get upset. So God, I, I've been loving you a long time, but now you tell me something too hard. My kids are first. You don't understand the supernatural hand of God. And we limit God and we limit God to our ability. But at the end of this age, God's going to do something that... The very eyes and ears are going to pop open. Eyes have not seen. And ears have not heard. What God Almighty is getting ready to do, Tatiana. Yeah, I'll tell you. You're going to stand up and prophesy and sing and shout like. And the glory of God is going to come down on you. And it's not human. You don't have to force it. Preach the word of God and the dry bones will come alive. And we've got a lot of dry churches. And we're trying to make these things happen. You cannot make it happen. You cannot make it happen. It's only God. God's going to touch people and change them. In the twinkling of an eye. And they won't even know what hit them. But all they'll know one time they didn't love God. Now they love God serving God. And they shout and break. They never lift their hands. Now it's all up there. They can't take. The, the revival. The revival that's coming. Is that you know before. You, please everybody lift your hands up. Praise the Lord. We do, No no you don't do that. They've got to lift their hands. Because they love God. And you'll have to carry them out. Are you listening? Both riches. Look at that. Both riches. An honor because his majesty come of thee. When, when, when you get a little offering or whatever you get, give God the glory. Well, it's my paycheck. I work for it. 
Well, you ought to dedicate it to God and say, God, thank you for strength. Honor and uh, riches come of thee, and thou reignest. What, what is that? Majesty. Over how many? Sovereign over all. He says, it's not reigning over me today. The final resurrection at the end of the thousand years, you will be there. Everybody will be there. Read Revelations 20. I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. You know why? The dead, because they never come alive. The dead, because they never accepted Christ and become alive. So they're still dead spiritually. So it's not what you're going to escape from or into. It's the change that's going on in you right now. There's got to be a change from glory to glory. Otherwise, the lions will get you. Otherwise, the fire will burn you. But God's going to raise up a people, a supernatural people, that's going to preach the truth and the word of God and stand up for Christ. I'm not talking about just grabbing a verse of scripture here and running there. But it's men and women that as a sure word, Like Peter said, we have a sure word of prophecy. It's not a guess so or maybe so. It's a no so word that we need today. As if God is in need of prophets. He doesn't. He doesn't need need of anything. God has never gone broke. It's God that raised up pastors and raised up apostles. You don't raise yourself up. Oh, I listen. The men and women that God's raising up are going to raise up. They need nothing of this world. They're going to fully trust God. They won't ever reach into somebody's church, nobody's church, and try to get an offering. Are you listening to what I'm saying? When, when you reach over in somebody's church and get an offering, that's stealing. The pastor is in charge of that church, not you. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You cannot receive an offering or get money from anybody's church if it's not your church. And everybody say, ouch or Amen. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all, and in thine hand is power and might. Ha. And in thine hand it is to make great. Do you see that? Who lift you up? Who make you great? You don't make yourself great. Absalom tried. What happened to him? He got a haircut. They did, didn't they? The guy should have been trying cutting his hair before he's trying to take the throne. He forgot to cut his hair. How is he going to rule and reign if the guy don't remember to cut his hair? Amen? In thine hand it is 
to make great. God will lift you up, Obadiah. God will lift you all up. Edward, God will raise you up. It's in his power, in his hands to lift you up. Where one time, if somebody crossed you, you'd beat them up. But not so now. If a pastor crossed you, you said, Amen, pastor. <laughs> Amen, pastor. Preach it. Because he's hungry for God. And to the hungry soul, what happened? Every bitter thing is sweet. Amen. Go ahead. Like I told, I asked Marina, what happened to your mother? Tell her to come to church. Because pastor, no. Come on to church. He said, what happened if she died in the way? Well, we just give her a better funeral. You'll have a better funeral coming to church than if you die in your bed. Are you with me now? In thine hand is power. I like this. And might. And in thine hand it is to make great. But a God can make you great. Don't have to worry about it. You can still study that Bible. Seek God and become great. Like Daniel. You remember Daniel? Daniel was the second in the kingdom. Or the third in the kingdom. And he never strayed from the word of God. And to give strength unto all. Look at us. Lord give us strength. And God will send you help. And the next verse says. Now therefore. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Now therefore our God. We thank thee. Anybody ever done that? Are you just come and asking for Zeus and your God? You've got to thank him. Now therefore oh God. We thank thee. And don't stop there and praise thy glorious name. Now, do you want to tell me that this God is limited? Uh, that you limit God? That if the God brought them out of Egypt through the Red Sea, God can bring them through the storms that's coming at the end of this age. Amen. For 40 years God kept them in the wilderness. And fed them with manna. And opened the rocks. That the water came out. And sent manna and quails. Is he the same God today? Is he alive today? <clears throat> so the Bible said. Take no thoughts for tomorrow. I don't have to worry. I don't have to scare anybody about what's going to happen tomorrow. All you need is Jesus. And cry out and give him the glory. And if God be for us. Who can be against us? Or what can be against you? God said he'll feed you. And your water shall be sure. Do you know that God still feeds and clothes us? Look at you. You, you would never have a nothing if God didn't give it to you. That job, it's God that gave it to you so you can get something to eat. But go on, look at that. But who am I? Who am I? Let us just have the question, who am I? You can't even tell God what to do or doubt God. 
You've got to let your faith rest on Almighty God. The sovereign God. But who am I? I like that. And what is my people? That we should be able to offer. Look at that. So willingly. After this sword. You know what I mean? You don't bring rams and lambs. But you lift up in your hand the sanctuary. And your lips. We bring sacrifice to God. Who am I? You know where you came from. And if God delivers you. From the world. And translate you into the king of his dear son. God can deliver you from the fiery furnace. And I don't have to scare you. All I have to do is tell you to change. Into the image and the glory of God. But if you're not changing. You got every right to be scared. And that's what the church needs to preach. My ministry is not to scare you. My ministry is to give you hope that you need to be in Christ. And let Christ be in you the hope of glory. Somebody say ouch or amen. God's going to raise, raise up comforters. Who can comfort the people and get them ready. The people has to be ready. Amen. And I, I'm not serving God. Just to escape a special day. I'm serving God because I love him. That's all. Because I love him. He's my God. My savior. But who am I? If you can only see that. Without him you're nothing. Who am I? And what is my people. That we should be able to offer. So willingly. After this sort. For all. Help me. For all things come of thee. Can you see that? Everything you've got. Deliverance, victory from the fiery furnace, from the lion's den, everything you have. You're not smart enough to deliver yourself from the furnace. You're not smart enough to deliver yourself from the lion's den or anything like that. But when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of God we lift up a standard against him. That's what we need. This, the Holy Ghost is coming. The power of God's coming. And men are going to see the glory of God. Are you listening now? Hmm? You think that God is making a people, preparing them to hide? Because the devil is coming, so run and hide? Huh? Or God's making uh, one can chase a thousand? Raise those scripture. One can chase a thousand. Or God raising up some little chickens. Scary, scary, scary. Go under the bed and hide because the great tribulation. So what? God is the same. When you pass through the fire. When you pass through the water. When you pass through the flood. They will never overflow you. With that confidence. You put your trust in God. Be scared now. Scared for what? I don't care whether I go through the tribulation or not. Makes no difference. Because if God be for us, who can be against us? If Christ be on your side. Have you ever read 
that when Israel came out of Egypt, the angel of the Lord was with them. And the angel of the Lord led them all the way. And Stephen said, he was with the church in the wilderness. He's also with the church out of the wilderness. But we need to know that. It's faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. We have to have faith in Almighty God today. And believe that he is supreme. He is God. He is holy. And he is our savior. And our deliverer. And we, God has not given us. The spirit of fear. Amen. It makes no difference to a child of God. Whether they go through. Or they don't go through. Where they go around it. Amen. It doesn't matter whether they go over it. It's the same God. All they have to do is put their trust in God. Are you listening? Put their trust in the Lord. And those that put their trust in the Lord. They shall be as Mount Zion. Which cannot be moved. You've got to understand that. The tribulation brings on the establishment of the kingdom. The tribulation doesn't come to destroy the people of God. It comes to establish a kingdom. That shall last forever. For thine is the kingdom. The power and the glory. Forever and ever. When Israel went up to, to Jericho. Who gave them the city? They marched around seven times. Seven days was it. The walls came tumbling down. Are we serving the same God today? Their walls are going to come down. I want to tell you children of God. Take hope. Hold on to God. Stand up. Hold your heads apart. Because God is on our side. And greater is he that is in you. Than he that is in the world. God wants a church that's come alive and praise him and tell the devil to go back to where you belong. And don't put, don't make you be afraid. Tell the devil, I'm not afraid of you. The church is raising up too many scary people. Hmm? Hmm? And I don't have to guess. Okay? And I don't escape the tribulation because I'm good. And I don't go through because I'm bad. I go through because of the grace of God. Because I love God. And because he is my deliverer. It's nothing about me. I can never be good enough to go to escape the fiery furnace. But it's just faith in almighty God. And trust in God. And they that call upon the Lord shall be delivered. Amen. Amen. God is good, isn't he? Are we ready to have church now? No, nah, just play. <laughs> God is good, man. <laughs> We're here in the house of God serving God, ain't we? We guess what we came for. We came here to give him the power.
I'm going to give him the glory, the honor. That way his power fall on us here today. Let, it, let, let the Holy Spirit just continue to flow in this place. Let him continue to touch each and every one of our hearts. Let him continue to flow through us and nonstop, nonstop. You know, it, it's, wow, it's powerful just to come up here and let you know God can use somebody like me. God is wonderful. I know where he's taking me out of. You know, like they, that, 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 that saying that there's those that are wolves, uh, wolves in, in sheep clothing. I might have wool on, but I'm a sheep that is fighting against the wolf of the enemy that's out there. There's a true enemy. Don't think that there's not because he's there knocking on your door 24-7. He's trying to take you up. And you know what? Pastor, he's been on a good thing. And it reminded me because something that's been trying that, that I told myself, you know what? When I come up next time, which is going to be pretty soon, <laughs> I'm not going to be boasted about it, but I know I'm going to be called because the spirit of God is moving in each and every one of us. God knows who's being used. God knows who he's touching. God knows who needs to hit a little extra push. That who needs to be touched. That needs to be come up here and let them doors open up and let you give some kind of word. Because that's all it takes. I believe it just takes one little word. One little word. That little voice telling you that one little special thing to change your life. That's all it takes. But like I'm saying, when I came, when I told myself I was going to come up here, I was thinking about David and Goliath. In 1 Samuel 17, we know the story. We know when David went and took his little lunch to, to his brothers. We know that. We know who was standing there on the other side of the valley. There was a giant. There was a giant that was stopping the Israelites.